Hello and welcome to the Soul Story Podcast. My name is Gandhi Thompson and I have in studio with me one of my dearest friend, friends, Mistress Antoinette Hanna. Welcome, Antoinette. Thank you. Antoinette, I often like to begin the show by allowing my guests an opportunity to tell our listening audience a little bit about themselves. So, Antoinette, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. My name is Antoinette, affectionately known as Nettie. And of course, that's something that people love to call me, Nettie. But a little more about myself, I am um, an entrepreneur. I work for myself and I have three beautiful children. I am married and this year will make 20 years I've been married. God spares life. Yay! 20 years of marriage. Wow. Um, Nettie, if you've been married 20 years, then I'm sure you have so many stories and examples that you can share with our listening audience. But today we want to focus on parenting. Um, tell us a little bit about your kids. I believe you have three kids. Let's talk about them. Sure, yes. I do have three children. Um, they're bra- the ages are age 17, 14, and 12. So that's the teenager years. Can you imagine, right? Each child has their own personality. My oldest child, my oldest child, she's 17, and she's about to go off to college. This is her last year in high school, and thankfully she was able to to excel thus far. She's one of the head girls at her school, and she's looking forward to, you know, university. Then my son, he's 14, he's in junior school, and he's excelling in the in the area of sports. Thankfully, that will land him a scholarship, God spares life. And then my youngest child, she's 12. She's trying to find herself. She wants to play basketball. She's an artist. She can sing. And um, she loved dancing. So somewhere there, she'll find a niche. How has it been, Antoinette, raising three talented children as a mother of two? Um, I don't often have the time to... And a boy and a girl. What what my son likes, my daughter doesn't like. And as you were sharing, you were talking about the fact that each of them seem to have their own unique personality. Uh, uh, your oldest daughter, she is she's a public speaker. You know, she's on debate teams. She's also athletic. She's also involved in church. And then you said your son, who's the middle child. He is into sports. And then, of course, the baby also is now singing and, and coming into her own. Three different personalities on your house. Have you found that disciplining them has been a challenge? I would say no. Disciplining them has not been a challenge. Um, my household is a household of strong faith. Of course, the head of our home is my husband, Darwin Hanna. He's a physical ed himself. So because of our upbringing, um, that has been a very good strength to us. Now, I, if I were to be honest, you know, you have your days where it's up and down, having to juggle all of the characteristics. And, um, you know, I've always learned that a soft answer turned away wrath. And that has to be applicable when you are raising children of that age bracket. Otherwise, it would become offensive. Mommy, you should have said it this way. You should have said it that way. So it's not a challenge, but because we have a household that really is into our children, we invest in them, I find it very, very easy. So let's take talk about dealing with them one-on-one. Is it important for you to make quality time for each child? Oh boy, now that 
is the challenge there. You know, having to strike that balance. The oldest child, she's involved in band, music, um, head girl at a school, so many different activities, and I have been really imbalanced. So the, the challenge here is trying to balance myself, and I am coming into more maturity in balancing because they will let me know, Mommy, you don't come to my game. My son will say, Mommy, you got to come to all of my games. I'm like, okay, son, I'm going to try my best. So this week he just played yesterday, and I say kudos to him because he scored 33 points in one game. So that's vital. So that striking that balance is, is, a, is a hassle, but I'm getting there bit by bit. Now, a lot of, um, and you talked about being an entrepreneur at the beginning of, of our conversation. Let's talk about building a business, being a wife, and being a mother. How do you manage your time to, to, to make space for all of these things? I, when I was employed at one of our hospitals, um, I was a supervisor, and they always taught me something. There's some things that is urgent, and there are some things that can be passed on for another hour or two, and there are some things that go on to the next day. And that has always lived with me. Um, having to be able to balance that is, is key. It's key. So you're saying to me that if, if you don't plan to, like, um, uh, organize your day and to, to prioritize, then you will probably face a challenge, you know, in maximizing each day and what is necessary for each day. That's correct. So usually my regiment is I've gotten home from a very busy day. Of course, the sales, the accounting has to be done. Then I now, my daughter's given me her schedule for the week. Mommy, I have this on Mondays, this on Tuesdays, this on Wednesdays. So you have to be, you have to be strategic in what has to be done. And that requires a lot of communication from you and the children and of course my husband. So if if I don't follow that, then it'd be it will end up chaotic. You and and I like that you say chaotic because there are so many mothers like myself some days I feel as if it's a whole chaos. I I have on a piece of paper a to-do list, I have a, a time chart, and then something pulls me a little bit away from that or something comes up unexpectedly, and I can often feel overwhelmed because of chaos. But you seem to to have a good perspective. Does your faith contribute to that? I think, I think yes, one, but secondly, my managerial skills, all right, mm. because my past employment... Prior to becoming an entrepreneur, I've worked as an executive admin, administrative assistant, and it, it had required me to always be on top of things. So I give, I gave, I think both. Both of them. Yes. Awesome. I, you, you have a young husband, right? And we're talking about, you know, we, we always laugh off record about our husbands, but you have a young husband and parenting is important. What role do you think having Mr. Harner in the house um, how significant is that to your household? That is heavily significant. You know, well, every household is run differently and all of the decisions are made, <clears throat> excuse me, are made by him. Go to your daddy. Let's see what daddy say. Um, Mommy, please, daddy's going to say no. I say, well, if daddy says no, the answer is no. So his, his rulership in our home is heavy. 
rulership. So you, you, you've given him that, you've given him that space and authority to make the decision. And in a time when a lot of women are seeking equal rights, they're, they're seeking in some cases to be in control, to make the executive decision. You honor your husband by allowing him to make um, the, the decisions and lead your household as he see fit. What impact do you think that's having on your son, Darius? I think that's having a good impact because he doesn't speak it, but, you know, actions are, you can, actions are better than words. And he'd be like, Mom, I'll give you one example. Mom, are you coming to my game today? I said, yes, I am. Mommy, I left so-and-so home. Can I get that, please? I said, but this is where you had to plan. Now, because you didn't plan and you didn't take the initiative while Daddy was at home, say, Dad, go ahead and get this for me. He, he was unable to have this one particular undershirt that he wanted for the game. And he didn't go to his dad because he know dad will say, well, you had all rights mm. to prepare the night before. Now, mommy coming like a lifesaver. I don't always be the lifesaver, mm-hmm. but I didn't be, I wasn't the lifesaver <laughs> yesterday. So he, he kind of understands who to go through, go to when, you know, he needs a little bit more grace because he understands how, you know, how disciplined um, your husband is. And is that because you, you mentioned him being a physical ed teacher and you said that sports play a role in your household. There is a discipline in faith and there's a discipline for athletes. And your household seemed to have both based on, um, if I were to infer based on, on, on what you implied earlier. Which one, if you had to trade, would you trade? Faith or sports? Oh boy, it will, it, I'm never going to trade faith, but I need all two of them because the household is heavily on faith and sports. If we were to take away the sports from my husband as a physical ed, then he would be unemployed. If you were to take away the sports from my son and from my daughter, their talents won't be revealed to open doors for them in the future. So they work hand in hand. I, I need both. And as you were saying that, I, you know, I got a glimpse of the scripture that says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. And it seems as if you've come into a realization that both are critical in the rearing of your children. That's correct. And there are a lot of times that Christians are one-sided. They would only want the fate and not the other developmental aspects of the child. But you seem to have partnered with both and value both. And I think that's a significant um, perspective to have in this day and time, considering the opportunities um, that is embedded in faith and in sports. And I agree. May I share a nugget here? Sure. While driving here. I was just thinking, and, um, you know, many times as parents, we want to uprise to a specific level, whether it be in our education, whether it be in sports, whether it be in anything with regards to giving back to the community or giving back to the church. And oftentimes you see parents will let their kids stay home and they uprise. But for us, um, for, for my household, um, we believe that as we uprise, the kids have to uprise too. So what I, if we increase to another level, they increase to another level. And I, I think if we take this perspective as parents, you know, as we better ourselves, we're bettering our kids. And we want to pull them up with me at the same time. Follow? 
That's 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 really good because um, that as you evolve and grow, I, I like that you're saying to you that it's important for you to see your children evolve and grow as well. Yes, you are preparing. Talking about that growing and and evolving, you are preparing for your oldest child to leave you. How quickly did this day come? And you look back over the years. People always say, "Oh, don't don't mind them in, in diapers. You only have a few years with them." Did time really fa- fly for you, or can you say it was gradual and, and you've been gracefully approaching uh, approaching these days ahead? I have not been gracefully approaching those days ahead, no, ma'am. But it, it, it in the clip of a finger, that it seems as if she turned from being thirteen to seventeen, and that's just how quick it is. Now I'm having to prepare both mentally <laughs> and financially for what's to come. <laughs> yeah. But but I, I I like the fact that based on the disciplines you seem to have embedded in your children, it seems as if she will be quite ready to for this new phase of her life. Perhaps there is a parent out here that out there that's listening to our story and um, our conversation and um have been struggling with managing their time, with rearing three different children or one child or two children with different personalities, what advice as a parent you would offer um, that person? Okay, sure. Um, not The cap that I fit may not fit another parent's head, you understand? Right. However, the parent, him or herself, has to really, you have to brainstorm. This brainstorm, you talk it over to yourself um, if you're a single parent, you have to talk it over to yourself and you have to pray about it. And then you have to be real with yourself. There are some things that you are able to accomplish and there are some things that you aren't able to accomplish, but you have to start small. As you start small, you grow big, big, and bigger. And I think that's a nugget that I, I want to say to the listening parent right now. You start small, find where you are, Get to know your kids personally. See what turns them on, turns them off. See what turns you off and turns you on regarding your children. And you would know how to properly um, deal with the situation at hand. So if, if I am so if I'm taking this nugget that you gave that you gave just now, as a parent, you're saying to me that early on you probably noticed that one of your kids was athletic. One of your kids liked to sing, and you nurtured that in small ways. That that now you're seeing evolve into greater greater ways. Is is that um, some of what you're saying? That is exactly what I'm saying. So my oldest was always talented. Now I've just I've weaned my son in. I've weaned. Now I'm weaning my daughter in. So it takes time. It may have taken five years for the older, two years, and I think the the youngest child. I think she will accelerate quicker. Because our other two siblings will pull on. You gave some advice for a single parent, and you talked about what happens in your marriage may not necessarily happen in somebody else's marriage. What advice would you give to a, a mother who uh, who's married, somebody that's that's in their journey and may be feeling as if my husband isn't pulling his weight? You know, as we as we get ready to wrap up the show, what advice would you give to a, a married female that's like, I feel like this whole parenting thing is. 80 or 90% on me, when will he help more? Boy, oh boy, those words seem so strong in my ear. I once was there, but I had to check myself. There's an introspection. I always believe in introspecting, see what I'm contributing. And then, as, as always, communication. 
sit down responsibly, peacefully, and talk about the situation and bring him or her in, and then you'll be able to work out everything that is needed. It's, it's not easy. It's not a walk in the park. But maybe the parent may have taken on too much. My husband said, um, you, didn't, you don't ask me to cook, so I don't cook. Maybe we may, you may have to ask. If you ask more, you will receive. Well, thank you, Antoinette, and I want to thank you for offering all of this advice that you would have shared today um, regarding your um, journey as a mother, as a wife, as a parent um, of three wonderful children. Thank you for joining and thank you for listening to the Soul Story Podcast. Have a good day.